Live, obviously, big things happening right now. Let's get right to this. Now, we all know, of course, that Trump's house was raided by the FBI. Don't let anybody run pop propaganda at you. This wasn't a raid. It was a search warrant. It's all the exact same thing. Rest warrant, search warrant, 25 years in law enforcement. I know it's all the exact same thing. You have no ability to stop them from coming in, whether it's an arrest warrant or a search warrant, i.e. it is a raid. I saw turncoat Michael Steele used to be in, in uh, charger, the chairman of the RNC, come out and say things like that because he's a turncoat. But not only is he a turncoat, he's stupid. I put that on Twitter also. Never, ever underestimate the globalist left's ability to be stupid. They are zealous, but they're not smart. And we are winning. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened, just so you know. This really is. I mean, I, and, and that may sound like my own sort of right-wing propaganda, but it really is true because what you want to know, you know, you, what you really want is to know your enemies. You want them to identify themselves. Now we know, beyond any shadow of a doubt, if you're watching the TLP right now, you've already known for a long time, I've been saying it for a long time, you knew it before I was saying it, that the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo, Gestapo stormtroopers for the Democratic Party. We've known that for a long time. That's what they have been. I mean, anybody that can pull off what they did unabashedly and brazenly, which you have the Mueller report, you've got you know the collusion hoax, all those things that they pulled off. When you go to swear four times in front of a Pfizer court you, and you bullface lie, you purge yourself. If you're Andrew McCabe, you're Peter Strzok, um, uh, 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 Comey, whoever it is, whoever else you want to name with the FBI. And just so we know this too, and you, you see my shirt tonight, you got that. You know, it's all of them. It's, it, there are, there has been, just for full transparency, there has been 20 whistleblowers that have come forward to Jim Jordan's office from the FBI, but there's thousands upon thousands of FBI agents. So they are corrupt from head to toe. They are corrupt at the top. They are corrupt at the bottom. They are corrupt everywhere in between because if you do not resign from the FBI right now, you are corrupt. And a lot of, let me just, let me just say this to you. Cops ever since, you know, people talk to me oftentimes about the viral video that I made in defense of Pastor Rodney Howard Brown when he got arrested. There was two reasons why I made that video. I was enraged at the church and I was enraged at cops. Now, why, why was I enraged at cops? Because cops will do anything. And again, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, retired as a sergeant. You can check my bona fides anytime you want. 1992, 2017, August of each year. That's when I retired, 25 years in a day. Cops are doing anything now, and this includes the FBI. This includes a, a, some local cops. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan of local cops. Not, not a big fan at all. As a matter of fact, I can't stand. As a matter of fact, I hate the institution of the FBI. And I hate the institution of federal law enforcement. Hate the institution of the CIA and the NSA. They're all corrupt. They're all leftist globalists. That's all they are. They have, no, they have absolutely no loyalty to the United States whatsoever. They're just leftists. They're loyal only to leftist globalism, their own self-promotion, their own profit, their own glorification. But cops right now, what they're doing is they're doing anything. This happened with COVID when you had Americans. We, we, we forget, America, numerous, hundreds of Americans were arrested, fined, given notice to appears, criminally charged with things like not social distancing, illegally gathering, not wearing masks, whatever it may be, many crimes that resulted from those things that would never have existed if those things didn't exist. 
and cops were gleefully making these arrested arrests. Cops were willingly making these arrests under the guise of, you know what? I got to keep my job. Well, here's the thing. You may keep your job, but you're attacking the very institution that provides you with a job because what provides you with a job is not your local police department. It's not your local sheriff's office. It's the United States of America overall. Yes, it all is actually trickle down. That's how you know the left. Left is always wrong because everything is trickle down. If you attack the institution, which is the United States of America, when you arrest people for unconstitutional violations to save your job, you're actually attacking the very institution that provides you with the ability, ability to ever have a job. That's what, that's what you're actually doing. And not to mention in a more inflammatory, dramatic way, just following orders is what every single person said at the Nuremberg trials. I was just following orders. They did it for self-preservation and any FBI rank and file agent, FBI supervisor, whatever it may be. We know that at the very top, when you're dealing with the Christopher race, Christopher Ray is nothing more than a leftist globalist shill for Klaus Schwab and the Democratic Party. That's all that he is. You know, just it's so funny too how all of these things are intermeshed together. Now, Christopher Ray was unable to speak in front of the Senate last week. He had to fly out and he acted like it was some sort of an official trip. And where he was actually flying was on his on a private jet that's actually supplied to him by the very people that are against climate change, the Biden administration, for him to fly off to his own uh personal vacation area that he likes to vacation. And that's what he was doing and see how it's all intermingled They're They're all such hypocrites and it's not hypocrites. It's hierarchical hip- hypocrisy. It's not really even hypocrisy. It's basically, I'm going to do whatever I want and I'm going to put restrictions on you that puts you under my thumb, under my control, that puts you under submission, that puts you under subjection for once again, their own self glorification, their own profit, their own self aggrandizement, that's what it's all about. And that, that's who these people are. Understand that. So all the cops out there, just understand, I'm speaking to you from a former law, I mean, I've, been, I've been retired for just under five years, speaking to you from a law enforcement perspective, you are destroying your country if you are an FBI agent who willing, well, we had to do it, we had a warrant. No, you didn't. It'll be, I can't lose my job. So your job is more important than the oath that you took to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And see, they'll use this leverage all the time. You'll lose your job if you're a soldier right now and you won't get vaccinated. You will lose your job if you will not execute a un, an unconstitutional warrant. You'll lose your job. You must stand. You must stand or everything goes. What you believe that you are sustaining you are actually causing it to rot under your feet. You're not sustaining anything. You see, what's eventually will happen is it's all about actually getting rid of the FBI. The FBI doesn't even know it. And all of the local cops, like I was, you think that you're sustaining your job, but they're actually replacing you. The people that you're taking orders from are the people who want you defunded. The people who actually want to replace you with globalist police. That's what that, that is the goal is to remove you actually to remove you from your place, to remove you from your job. Even if you're the FBI, that is the plan so that there is no more 
law enforcement that acts under the auspices of the Constitution. That's why you're seeing, what, who, do, who do the Democrats hate right now? They hate all populism and they hate all nationalism. How do you hate nationalism? They'll put, they'll put little stupid words in front, of it, in front of it like white supremacist nationalism or white nationalism. I'm just talking about nationalism where you love your country. The FBI actually, when they, when they raided, again, it's a raid, raided a, a couple's house. This is on the post game. Watch the videos at the end too. They raided a couple's house. They confiscated, they confiscated the guy's copy of the Constitution as evidence. So these are people that hate the United why would you Why would you confiscate somebody's Constitution as evidence of some sort of conspiratorial crime because they have a pocket copy of the United States Constitution? Why is it that there's a list of what they consider to be inflammatory white supremacist symbols that the FBI keeps, like the Gadsden flag, uh, don't tread on me, that they consider to be evidence of white supremacist terrorism? And where is all the white supremacist terror? You watch the TLP all the time? You already know. I say it all the time. Send me videos. I would love to see videos of what the white supremacist terrorism that they espouse as the greatest threat to America. All right, so on to this. Now, break, let's break this down. They're all in this together. Understand what, who's all. It's very simple. It's not the Democratic Party. Democratic Party is just one finger on the hand. It is the globalist left coming out of Davos in conjunction with the CCP for now. Right now, the CCP is lock, stock, and barrel, hand in glove, with the World Economic Forum for now. They are the enforcement wing for the World Economic Forum. You don't think they're all in this together? Then why is it that Volodymyr Zelensky from the Ukraine is asking for the Belt and Road initi Initiative to be initiated in his own country? Remember, he's at war with the Chinese, with the Chinese ally, Russia, but then he's going to Russia's ally and asking them for billions of dollars in the Belt and Road Initiative. Isn't that strange how they're all in this together? And how is it that Zelensky's safe all the time? Because it's all about control. It's all about cordoning off in that situation, Ukraine fertilizer and food so that they control it and can leverage you into a one world commerce system using a singular access point. Well, let's break down the FBI tonight. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report, F Florida federal magistrate, Bruce Reinhardt. He's the one who signed off on the search warrant. He signed off on the search warrant who approved the FBI raid at Trump's home is an Obama donor, of course, and represented several Epstein associates. So we have Ghislaine Maxwell arrested now, sentenced to years in prison and a minimal security prisoner, keeping her very happy, by the way, keeping her very happy. Hopefully she stays alive. I mean that for anybody, even my political enemies want everybody to live. I don't want anybody killed. Unlike the Democrats who like to butcher 41.2 million babies a year in the womb and then call you a Nazi. But he, there you have an Obama donor who is also, he's, he, he represented several Epstein associates after leaving the U.S. Attorney's Office in 2008. So here you have it. So you have Glenn Maxwell sentenced to prison. You have the black book. The FBI has the black book. She, they have Glenn Maxwell's book probably sitting right next to Hunter Biden's laptop. And they're doing absolutely nothing with it. How does one woman who is basically the pimp for Jeffrey Epstein 
who lined up all the, knows, has all the names, has all the pictures. How is she the only one? See, they're all in this together. They're protecting one another. Raiding ho- uh, Trump's home is actually a protection racket. And it's not just one thing. It's not just about trying to keep him from running. There's a federal statute that says that if you're arrested for this and that or charged with this and that, you can't run. That's Yes, that's part of it. But it's also about a massive camouflage effort to keep the leftists, the leftist globalists, able to run themselves. If the list comes out of all of the people that committed crimes on Epstein Island, you don't even have to have committed crimes. If you were there, well, you probably did if you were there, but even if they don't have evidence that you committed crimes, if you're there sitting amongst amongst a bunch of 14-year-old girls in bikinis, you're done politically, and they know that. So they also probably want to know what Trump has in his possession as far as Epstein too. And because you have an Epstein judge is actually the one who approved the warrant. A Trump, a, a Obama donor. Here's a pickup. Pick you guys can do it side by side. There he is. That's Bruce Weinhart. He looks like a real serious individual, doesn't he? This is, this is somebody who you want your life in, in his hands, right? A guy like this. I mean, you couldn't be any more of a beta male than this guy. I mean, let, I mean let's break this down. Does he have an ounce of muscle in his entire body as a man? He wouldn't even have to be a transgender woman. Because he doesn't even qualify as a man. Look at this guy. And this is a guy who's deciding life and death for people. Freedom or no freedom. Freedom or imprisonment. This guy right here. He's an, he's an Obama donor. You, then we need to, just like they identify us. I don't want anything to happen to this guy. I just want you to know who your enemies are. This is an enemy. There is no justice in the United States. If there is, you have to go district by district. You really would. You have to go. Do, you, if you're going to go on trial, you better have. You better be in the right district. You you wonder you wonder why Durham's case got thrown. It didn't get thrown out, but why his latest his latest subject got acquitted? It's just because it's a D.C. court. All the evidence was there. I mean, it was very easy, very easy conviction. But it got thrown out because you're in a D.C. metro a metro court with an Obama judge and a bunch of Hillary Clinton. I mean. D.C. went 98%, 98% for Biden. You're not going to get any sort of fair trial here. You're like, well, this guy is in Florida. Yeah, but he's an Obama judge. And just so everybody knows, DeSantis had no idea what was happening. And at this stage, there's nothing he could do about it. Now, sheriffs are different. And this is thing, this, these are the discussions that we need to have about the most powerful law enforcement institution in the United States. And like and share this, like and share this, like and share this as much as you can on Rumble, on Black Robe. Facebook probably won't let you, but try it anyway. Share this as much as you can to as many people as you can because the most, most powerful uh, law enforcement institution in the United States of America are the sheriff's offices. They have great autonomy and great power. And we also always need to remember that we are a federalist system where we are basically 50 separate countries that have decided to unite the United States of America. It's a federalist country. So that's, that's the judge. His name, of course, is Bruce Reinhardt. You can go to the next one for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to show you this. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you remembered. Way to overcome. This is the judge for Alex Jones. Just go to the next one for me. Here's Alex Jones, judge. That's the judge. Now, this woman right here has bankrupted Alex Jones. She actually said to the jury numerous times, I can't remember, I listened to Bannon interviewing Alex Jones last night. I can't remember how many times 
it was 27 or 17, something along those lines. We'll just say 17, 17 or more times. She told the jury that he was guilty. Does everybody see this? This was never heard of not two years ago. Yeah, just scroll through them while I'm talking about her. Never heard of, there she is. Don't, don't stop at the top. Vote, every, vote for every Democrat. That's who's deciding Alex Jones' fate. She had blue hair in the picture before. And of course, where does she stand? On the globalist, leftist, tyrannical, suppression, submission operation of vaccines. Of course, she's right on board. I got my COVID vaccine. We can do this. Yeah, she can kill millions of people. That's what she's responsible for by promoting vaccines. So this, she said in, in, during the trial to the jury, Alex Jones is guilty. That's a mistrial right there. But yet there is no mistrial. Alex Jones' attorney, by the way, is the most worthless idiot on the planet. However, which I won't get into tonight because I got into that on Saturday. Needs to do a whole lot better. He needs to be hiring the Liberty Council. And by the way, let me just say this. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Alex Jones fan, obviously. Everybody needs to support him. I'm going to be going on his website and buying products. I'm going to go buy his book. You need to do it. He's bankrupt. He's filed for bankruptcy. He has, a, he has like, a, a, like, I believe it's $2 million. He's had a sentence against him for $45 million in total. By the way, that's capped in Texas to $6 million, but he, that's three times what he has. So he, all, the, all the things that they're saying about him, 100, he's worth $127 million, $260 million, all bullface lies, not true. It's all gone. He's lost money for years because they banned him off of YouTube, which was his main money-making operation, was YouTube. Because he had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of viewers per episode. Made it monetize YouTube. That's been gone for years. Been gone since, since, I believe, right after the Trump got elected. So it's been gone for years. So we need to support these people. And, and don't be one of these people who's like, you know, you know what, I, I, I'm with you. And then you don't do anything with your wallet. These are tough times. Well, go buy five bucks. Buy 10 bucks. Do, let's do things. Let's actually support one another. We cannot, we cannot go on without Alex Jones. Got to have him. Got to have Bannon. Got to have Alex Jones. Got to have Steve, uh, you know, Steve Bannon. We got to have Dan Bongino. We got to have these people. Let's make sure that we're supporting them. And if they disappear off platforms, go find them on their websites and still support them. Let's not be a lazy bunch of people. But if she tells, so this judge tells the jury 17 or more times during the trial that Alex Jones is guilty. That's a mistrial. She called him a liar from the stand. That's a mistrial. And she forbade him from putting on a defense, which by the way, was the exact same thing that was done to Steve Bannon, which by the way, is the exact same thing being done at the one six uh, commission. There's, there's no defense. There's, you, you, they're basically trying to incriminate Trump and his cabinet. And they're not able to put on a defense. This is absolute lawlessness. Our justice system is gone. Keep that in mind. And what you see out there all the time is the, the fake bona fides that the Democrats push forward of, hey, if a, if a judge approved it, something must be there. That's no longer there. That no longer exists. That if a, if a judge says that there's evidence for a warrant, yeah, you know what? They said that about the collusion hoax too. Judges, ju- judges okayed the FISA warrants. Okayed the warrants to wiretap Trump Tower and the White House. Judges said that was okay because they were lied to by the FBI. But even if they weren't lied to, it would depend on whether they're a Trump judge, an Obama judge, a Bush judge, who it is that they're beholden to. And all of them are politically motivated. They're all afraid to take action because of what will be said. That's not what you do. That's why I do have great admiration for what the Supreme Court did with Roe v. Wade. And I did not expect that 
out of Amy Coney Barrett. I did not expect that out of Kavanaugh for them to have the courage to do it, which they did. And, and you know what? Credit to them. All right, more on Bruce Reinhardt, the judge who signed the search warrant to search Trump's home. Robbie Starbuck tweet. Here we go. Bruce Reinhardt, who helped Epstein get off. So he was, he was one of Epstein's attorneys get off and then went on to represent Epstein's accomplices is the judge who signed off. So he helped Epstein get off and then went and repped other Epstein accomplices is the judge who signed off on the FBI rating President Trump. If you wrote that into a movie script, the studio will laugh at you because it's such unbelievable corruption. It's true. This, This is the guy. So you have the FBI right now who is hiding Epstein evidence goes to an Epstein judge and gets a warrant to search a former president's house. This is unheard of. And by the way, what are they looking for? They're looking for archived material for the National Archives. Who does that? Who does that? I heard, I can't remember. I'd give due credit, but I can't remember who it was on Twitter. That That is tantamount to the library raiding your home because you have an overdue book. So they're going to raid the president of the United States. No, that's not so apropos anymore with, with everything being online. However, for old school people, you'll understand what I'm talking about. We used to have to check out books instead of just buy them digitally. So you have the, you have the FBI raiding the number one political opponent of the people giving them their orders. The FBI is run by Joe Biden. I know they like to play their games, Kareem Jean-Pierre, whenever they're asked a question, they act like, as the administration, that they are innocent to please contact the GOJ, please contact the CBP, please contact whoever, CDC, whatever it is. They're in charge of all of those institutions. Everybody who's running those institutions was put in place by the Biden administration. I know Christopher Wray was Trump's nominee, but he's current, his supervisor right now, he was kept on board for a reason. So there is no deflection. It's the, it is, you have your number, you are raiding the home of the, your number one political opponent, the man most likely to run against you in the 2024 campaign. That is unheard of. That has never happened. Don't talk to me, uh, you know, don't talk to me about any of the other things, you know, whether it's, whether it's the Clintons, whether it's Nixon, whatever it may be. Nothing compares to this. This has never happened before and this again is on another litany of things a long line of things that i have said that about over the last two and a half years over the last 29 months of 15 days to flatten the curve all right let's go to the next one bruce reinhardt the judge you're like tom get off i can't the judge who signed off on the mar-a-lago raid recused himself from the trump versus hillary case this year leave this up so i don't lose track of what i'm talking about now here's the thing so you have a judge who signed off for President Trump's home to be raided by the FBI, who had to recuse himself from a Trump case this year in 2022. You had Trump suing Hillary, and the judge had to actually recuse himself from that case, but felt like he didn't need to recuse himself from issuing a search warrant, from approving a search warrant for his home. See, so when it really isn't politically significant for this uh, Obama donating 
Epstein judge, when it's not politically significant for him, he recuses himself. But when it's time to get Trump, no problem whatsoever, even though I felt like I needed to recuse myself before because I'm an Obama donor and an Epstein vindicator, I had to recuse myself then, but not when it's go time, not when it's, you know what, we're going to go search his residence. That's who these people are. Listen, it's over. Our justice system is gone until the FBI is completely and totally defunded and disbanded. If you want this shirt, by the way, we've got them. Order them. Go to our merch site and order them. We need to all be wearing these around. Maybe I'll wear this Sunday morning. I don't know. Who knows? You never know what I'm going to do. So here's an anomaly video. And I just had to throw this in here because since this is Bruce Reinhardt, is an Epstein judge who helped get Epstein off and helped to get his associates off. So we did, I just anomaly did a video. Is there really, is the, the title of it is, is there really an Epstein connection? The judge who signed the Epstein warrant. Play it for me. The internet was quick to point out today that allegedly, reportedly, apparently, one of the judge who signed the warrant on the Trump FBI raid goes by the name of Bruce E. Reinhardt and has a very interesting Epstein connection. Miranda Devine tweeted, sealed search warrant here signed by Bruce E. Reinhardt, magistrate judge for the Southern District of Florida. I cross-referenced it and found out that he does work in Florida and Politico also said who signed the warrant. One of the judges was Bruce Reinhardt. And why that's interesting is there is an Epstein connection the miami herald once reported on october 23rd 2007 as federal prosecutors in south florida were in the midst of tense negotiations to finalize a plea deal with accused sex trafficker jeffrey epstein a senior prosecutor in their office was quietly laying out plans to leave the u.s attorney's office after 11 years on that date as emails were flying between epstein's lawyers and federal prosecutors bruce e reinhardt now a federal magistrate opened a limited liability company in florida that established what would become his new criminal defense practice by the end of the year Reinhardt had resigned his post in the Southern District. Within days, he was hired to represent several of Epstein's accused accomplices who would later, like Epstein, receive federal immunity for allegedly trafficking underage girls. Reinhardt's defection was one of the many highly unusual turns that the Epstein case took 12 years ago. Fascinating stuff. What do you think, folks? I know I'm talking a lot about Epstein, but just ask yourself, would there be tense negotiations for you if you were charged with what Epstein was charged with, which was having sex with underage girls as a 50, 60, 40, whatever it was, year old man, who, by the way, maintenanced an office at Harvard until 2018 after he was convicted of all these things. Why was there tense negotiations between the office of the prosecutor and the defense? Why would there be tense negotiations? Because there's a lot of Democrats whose butts are on the line because they're in Epstein's black book and they don't want him to spill the beans. So what did, what did, what, uh, I want to make sure I get Bruce Reinhardt. What did he actually get for Epstein as a prosecutor? What, what did he get? What did he get Epstein? Epstein's sentence at that time was he could go to his office every day and work normally and then go to a cell at night. That's what, that was his sentence for having sex with underage girls that you and I would spend 10, 15, depending on how many girls there were, how many victims, 10, 15 years in prison for, if not more than that, depending on how many victims there were. Singular victim, five, six years, multiple victim, five, six years per victim. He lived in his office. He just, he, he, he basically, it was like, it, it's like, it's like the Andy Griffith episodes all the time. With Otis the drunk, he just walk in and out as he saw fit. That's what Bruce Reinhardt, the man who signed the warrant 
to search Trump's home, which is an FBI raid. That's what he did for Epstein. I don't ever want people to forget this is an anonymous video. List of people who visited Epstein Island. Play it for me. These are the people that were on Epstein Island, uh, confirmed by multiple sources. Bill Clinton, George Mitchell, Alex Baldwin, Ralph Fenice, George Hamilton, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Liz Hurley, Laura Hutton, Janice Dixon, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, uh, Henry Kissinger, which may be one of the most evil men on the world. He is. Joan Rivers, Courtney Love, Mick Jagger, Courtney Guest, uh, Phil Collins, uh, Simon LeBon, Charlie Rose of PBS, Richard Branson, Candace Bushel, Tom Ford, uh, Vera Wang, Nadia Byerlin, uh, Co Stark, and here's some more. Seth Green, James Gunn, Dan Schneider, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Spacey, Kev- uh, Kathy Griffin, Oprah Winfrey, Sean Carter, Beyonce Knowles, Anthony Kiedis, John Legend, Christy Teigen, Jim Carrey, Steven Tyler, Ben Affleck, Stephen Collins, Will Ferrell, uh, Eminem, J- Jeffrey Jones, Victor Salva, Mark Rector, Charlie Sheen, Tyler Grasham, Madonna, Catherine Hudson, Gwen Stefani, uh, Stefani Germolta, James Franco, Will Smith. Oh, has Will Smith been in the news lately? Justin Rowland, John Cusack, Anderson Cooper, Demi Moore, uh, Brian Affleck, Meryl Streep, Wanda Sykes, Chelsea Handler, uh, Michelle Wolfe, Farrell Williams, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Downey Jr. They are petrified of that list and what those films getting out. They have Mm -hmm. all the videos of all those people in there. Really? Yep. It's going to get ugly. They're in panic mode. So are they going to release those videos? Or what, what do they do with them? I'm told that, well, it's, it's looking like they're holding it back, that one person has control of that. But I'm told other people uh, have them and are going to release them at the right time. So we, we shall see. So basically what you have is the left militarizing, politicizing the 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 number one, the largest law enforcement agency, the most powerful law enforcement agency, because it is a national law enforcement agency in the United States, basically to cover up for their masters. The FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Why? Because they have, listen, if they get all the attention on Trump, then none of the attention goes to their masters. Do you see the list? And that's not everybody. That's just the list of what, you know, that, that, that one particular podcast put out. You know, like Epstein, listen, it's not, I know Epstein isn't the only vein here, but since the judge or eight, one of the judges who signed the warrant was a prosecutor that for all intents and purposes got Epstein off. And then after he was, after he stopped being a prosecutor, doubled back and became a representative for Epstein's associates. We have to bring all these things up because it brings in the big picture. How does it all tie together? Nobody knows but them. But it's hiding their own crimes by accusing other people who haven't committed crimes of committing crimes. Name name what Trump has done. Name what Steve Bannon's done. Peter Navarro. 
Bannon arrested, Navarro arrested, Alex Jones destroyed. And, you know, people talk about Sandy Hook. He hardly even really mentioned Sandy Hook. If you look at that cumulatively and and how and in all of his broadcast material hardly really ever mentioned Sandy Hook. I don't agree with what he said. I'm just telling you he hardly ever mentioned it. It definitely wasn't defamation. Doesn't qualify as defamation, but that's a side note. It's all about putting a shroud of conspiracy, a a shroud of accusation on your enemies to deflect from your own crimes that you yourself have committed. We all know Hunter's committed crimes, period. We all know Joe Biden has committed crimes, period. Now, it doesn't just stop here. It doesn't just stop at Trump. It's going to go down the rung. More and more, it goes down the rung. Here's the next story. Charlie Kirk tweet, the FBI, this is today. Look at the time, August 9th, 625 p.m. It came out. The FBI just seized today the cell phone of House Freedom Caucus chair. So the most right-wing group is the Freedom Caucus of the House. And lo and behold, who does the F... Now you've got... Again, I know this is redundant. But you have Hunter Biden's laptop. Frank Biden, James Biden, can't remember Joe Biden's sister's name. All have peddled his name around the globe and have looted numerous countries in the name of Joe Biden to the tune of millions of dollars flying over on Air Force Two, Hunter and Joe together, which they did the same thing down to Costa Rica, flying down, flying to the flying to China on Air Force Two, signs a contract for Hunter Biden's advisory, for him to be an advisor to a bank for his consultancy fees. Hunter Biden, a, a, a basically a, a useless attorney who's never seen a courtroom in his life, no experience at all in fiscal policy, no experience at all in banking. Suddenly, they're hire- a, CCC, a CCP-controlled bank hires him for consultancy to be an advisor to them for what? How would, and what? And how much did he get paid? One point five billion dollars. One point five billion dollars. With you're always, if you're ever wondering why it is that Joe Biden dropped the tariffs on China, why it is that China is sending boat, belt, and road money now to the Ukraine, or will? Shortly, why it is that China seems to get the run of the place all the time? It's because they have. Why it is that Ukraine, Joe Biden just sent him, if I get to it tonight, just send him another, what, I can't remember how many billion dollars it is. Yeah, I think it's five something, right? Five billion, again to them. I have the article, I don't know if I'll get to it tonight or not. Why does China just keep, and why does Zelensky? Because that's where his son is invested. That's that's who has the goods on his son. So the FBI has all this, all this information. They go and seize the Freedom Caucus chair's phone today. For what? It's, It's not a matter of investigating a crime. It's investigating to find a crime. It's just like that's what the FBI always does. They instigate crimes and then arrest the people for the crimes that they themselves instigated. Go to the next one for me. Lauren Boebert tweet, Rep. Scott Perry files articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. So, step one, Scott Perry, Scott Perry, justifiably, very justifiably so, files impeachment, files articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland will be impeached in January of 2023. We all know that's going to happen. Because we are actually going to have enough MAGA people in charge that are pushing out the establishment Republicans. Victory is coming for us. That's why I said it's the greatest thing in the world this happened. Now we know what the new rules are. 
No problem whatsoever. Hey, Swalwell, our FBI is coming for you. All you Bidens, our FBI is coming for you. We may not be called the FBI anymore, but our FBI will now come for you. Now we know the rules. Get search warrants and raid the homes of your political opponents. Who's been raided? Uh, Giuliani's been raided. Peter Navarro arrested. Bannon arrested. Peter Flynn arrested, all on bogus charges. Roger Stone arrested. Project Veritas raided. Now Trump raided. Now we know. Now we know what what you know what the precedent is. The precedent has been set. You raid the homes and or offices of all of your political opponents. No problem. And by the way, that's exactly what we need to do. Oh, you need to be, you know, you need to live above the board. They don't, those rules don't exist. Let bygones be bygones and let's move on from the past. That does not exist for the left. So you cannot play a game where you are abiding by rules that your opponent is not. You have to pull out of the game and play your own game. Now we understand what the game is. So you have Scott Perry, head of the Freedom Caucus. He files in uh, articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland, probably for Merrick Garland receiving. Actually, I, cr- I correct myself because I'm not going to. I'm not going to read out. I'm not going to re- repeat Democratic Party propaganda tripe. You know, the National School Board Association that was actually reached out to by the Biden administration, conjured, asked them, you know what? Would you please write a letter? to Merrick Garland requesting that they would start investigations into parents that are act, that are speaking at school board meetings against CRT and against the transgender agenda and call them white supremacist terrorists actually put together a terrorism task force and hotline against parents that are walking up to a podium and saying you know what I really would prefer if he didn't teach my seven-year-old boy or girl how to put a condom on a banana. Now they're terrorists. So because of things like that, Representative Scott Perry filed articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland, the attorney general who's in charge of the FBI, the number one, I, I, can't, I barely can get out, law enforcement officer in the nation. So what does Garland do? Politicalization of the justice system. So Garland goes and sends the FBI to retrieve his cell phone. Unprecedented, but now it's precedent. So now we understand. If, like, let's just take Trump. If Trump, Trump, Trump was getting impeached, well, no problem. Because the moment that Trump gets impeached the next time, whoever it is that filed the articles of impeachment, however many were, they were, now we send our FBI to get their phones. All you got to do is say, you know what? We're concerned about the safety of the president. That's all you got to do. You have people that are languishing in the D.C. Metro jail right now for parading on the Capitol because misdemeanor charges are trespassing, all because they are a threat to national security. Well, you can can make that stick down on anything, on anything. So now we know the rules. So the Democrats, they need to reap what they sow. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Now we need to be agents of that reaping. I'm not kidding. Joe Biden must be impeached. Merrick Garland must be impeached. All of these people, if you're Merrick Garland and you are using the FBI for a political motive or a political vendetta, you must be arrested and charged with crimes. That's what has to happen. There's no more holding back, letting bygones be bygones. 
taking the high road. There is no high road. We are dealing with pond scum. We're dealing with demonic people who have no principles and no ethics. I'm not, we will never lie like they do. We will never cheat and steal like they do. But now we know the rules. The new normal, so to speak, is that you use the FBI or whatever, whatever law enforcement entity that you want to use for a political agenda, to institutionalize your political agenda. Now we know the rules. If somebody comes after you politically, go seize their phone. Somebody comes after you politically, go to an Epstein judge, an Obama-appointed Epstein judge, and get yourself a search warrant and go after that guy, whoever your political opponent is. So there we go. So, you know, Scott Perry files articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland has his phone seized by the FBI. That's where we are. That's the truth. There is no delineation. That's the truth. More on the FBI. Representative Dan Bishop, a couple weeks old here, but it's going back just before the 2020 election. The FBI, now we're going to tear down the FBI to the studs. Just before the 2020 election, the FBI announced it had thwarted an alleged plot to kidnap the Michigan governor. Play it for me. Five minutes of questioning. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Assistant Attorney General Olson, in April, in one of the DOJ's highest profile domestic terrorism cases, a federal jury appears to have found that the FBI entrapped people uh, in, a, in a matter involved in an alleged plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. The jury acquitted two defendants and hung on two others. You're familiar with that case, sir? Uh, yes, sir, I am familiar with that uh, particular prosecution. All right. Um, you've emphasized uh, the, the importance of the DOJ's domestic terrorism mission or of that risk central to the national security mission. Yes. Uh, is that case a fair representation of how DOJ is handling domestic terrorism matters? I would include that case among many others that are part of our efforts to ensure that people who serve in public office are safe. I think the importance is undeniable. Uh, the question is whether that's what FBI is doing. Let me, let me just go on a little further. The, the evidence that the jury heard mostly in text messages and testimony of agents and informants of the FBI was that the FBI did not discover an existing scheme and take the plot, you know, collect evidence and take down plotters. Instead, the FBI appears to have contrived the plot, used its informants to draw people into the plot and uh, provided logistical and financial su support to what was in effect an FBI operation. And uh, the board behind me details just some of the resources that were devoted to the op. You had a lead informant, a guy named Big Dan, who was paid $54,000 over six months to pretend to lead a fake militia to recruit really disadvantaged and unstable men from a Facebook discuss discussion group. Sort of, well, one of them was living in the cellar of a vacuum uh, repair shop. Uh, FBI paid travel expenses for people involved, food, even alcoholic beverages to take the targeted folks to a militia conference out of state. There were more than a dozen FBI informants involved in the process, undercover FBI agent, uh, several of them, one, one of whom taught, purported to teach how to make a bomb and used a, a bomb video produced by the FBI. At one point, according to New York Times, there was a nighttime surveillance at Governor Whitmer's vacation cabin, and four of the participants were informants, including Big Dan. 
or undercover agents. At one point when the group was sort of falling apart in August 2020, the FBI handler congratulated Big Dan, said, quote, look at you bringing people together. Now, he congratulated him for breathing new life into the plot. Um, not as well known, the same FBI agent, Jason Chambers, coached Big Dan in a parallel scheme to recruit folks into a contrived plot against former Virginia Governor Northam. And at one point, he's asked by Big Dan how to couch the plan to one of the recruits. Now, so far, what's happened with the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, which didn't exist, was simply as, as Representative Bishop says, it was simply a plot contrived by the FBI. They made it up and then actually brought, recruited people into their own plot. So really, they should be arresting themselves for the attempt to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer because they made it up themselves. And so far, there's been two people that have been acquitted, and there's been two mistrials, and now they're going to try those same two guys that got a mistrial over again, and they're going to lose again. Because it's pure, there couldn't be in any more pure case of entrapment in life, in the history of law enforcement, than the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, a plot manifested and contrived by the FBI themselves. 18 people were involved, 12 of which were FBI agents or informants. One of those FBI agents has since been arrested because he came home from a swingers party with his wife and tried to strangle her. Facts! That's who these people are. They're demented demons. And I'm talking about rank-and-file FBI. These are rank-and-file FBI doing this. This isn't the Andrew McCabe's and James Comey's of the world doing this, the Christopher Ray's of the world. Or that idiot, man, I'll tell you, that little weenie, Aaron, if you can, have a picture of that guy if you can, the one on that last video. That little weenie, guys like that, that are the ones that are actually deciding, let me, let me break this down. This is an example that my producer Aaron gave me while we were watching the video. You, you know how they always talk about the big, let's look, look at this guy. I mean, this guy shouldn't be in charge of sprinkling salt on French fries at McDonald's. This idiot, right? Another just classic beta male. Listen, he would lose in a war, in a, in a fight against a paralyzed Chihuahua. He loses. This guy right here. And he puts people in prison. He puts people in prison for their life, just like Barack Obama. With their, RO, with their ROAs, rules of engagements for our soldiers, people languishing in, in Leavenworth for life. Because they were too mean in battle. Little weenies that have never been in battle. Them. So you think this guy's ever arrested anybody in his life? Ever put handcuffs on anybody? Ever been in a bar fight where you had to arrest people? Ever pointed a gun at somebody like I have? No, this guy's done nothing his whole life. He's a little establishment weenie lapdog for the Democratic Party. Beta male whose wife probably, he, he calls him on the phone. He asked, yes, dear. Yes, honey bunches. Whatever you want, I'll do. He's a little weenie. And he actually puts people in prison for the rest of his life. And here's the excuse that these little weenies use all the time. They can't answer questions because it's currently under investigation. Well, they can say that for all of eternity because an investigation can spur on another investigation, can spur on another investigation in perpetuity. They need to answer that, that rule. By the way, this is, I'm just giving all of my pointers to the Republicans that get elected in November that all of these rules that you can't answer questions while it's an ongoing investigation those all need to be eliminated for forever. Because that's, I mean, why is it that all of Anthony Fauci's emails are redacted? 
There's, there's, there's nobody's holding these people to account. Nobody. So the Republicans, and if it's Trump, Trump needs to do a whole lot better job. If it's DeSantis, he'll do a better job of coming in and saying, no, we're cleaning house. I want that you can declassify any, any paper at all. If you're the president of the United States, which of course, again, absolutely blows apart the justification for this warrant, the search warrant, because if the president took archived information home, if it's declassified, he's allowed to do it. And you never search anybody's home for art, for, for national archives, paperwork. The little weenies like that guy are actually putting people in prison for the rest of their lives. And they, don't you, don't you be thinking, you know what? He'd feel guilty about it if you wrongfully accuse me. But no, 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 not at all. There's, they don't, they don't care at all. They don't care. I'm just, I'm, I use this as an example somewhat frequently, but when you have ROA arrests, rules of engagement, arrests, men charged who are fighting in Iraq, fighting in Iraq, I mean, fighting in Iraq, fighting in Afghanistan, and they shot the wrong person, blew up the wrong vehicle with no motives of murder, just it's war, and you're put in prison for 17 years as an 18-year-old. So you're getting out when you're 35 and Barack and Michelle sleep like babies at night. So does George W. Bush, by the way. That would never happen under Trump. It wouldn't happen under DeSantis because they have principles and they have integrity and they actually have a conscience. These people do not. All they care about is their implosive self. It's all they care about. And the example I wanted to use was the one my producer Aaron gave me between we were watching this video. What, what, you know, the left loves to say the big lie. Right, the big lie. You know, like Tom, you talked about this before on TLP. Talking about it briefly right here, but I've got a better example. They always use now again. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Second Corinthians two eleven. Demons are eternal. Your soul is eternal, but you and I, we go to heaven and hell the moment that we die. The sea gives up the dead which are in it. Death and hell delivered up the dead which are in them. The moment you live, the moment you die, you go to heaven or hell. And you'll be dragged up out of hell if you don't turn from your sin and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And turn from your sin, by the way. This is a real, this is a real church that I'm preaching from right now. Be dragged up on judgment day out of hell to be judged really almost again. But, this, but these demons, they are here. They've been here since the beginning of man. Since the fall of Satan himself, you have demons and the devil himself. So you have the same demon that didn't age at all. That was influencing Adolf Hitler. The same demons come and do it again. And they mock humanity in doing it. So you had Hitler and Goebbels and Mengele running around espousing that the Jews were committing the big lie. So what are the Democrats doing now? The same demon got back in their ear and said, you know what? Hey, try the big lie again. Use the, use the verb. It's the same devils. So the, the, back, in, back in the 1930s, Hitler's own brown shirt Gestapo, the stormtroopers, early on when Hitler was gaining power, burned down the Reichstag. And who did they say, who did they, who did they accuse of doing it? The Jews. They actually called Jews communists, just like you have Biden calling the Ukraine democracy when it's not they're calling the jews communists who are anything but communists 
saying that the communist Jews burned down the Reichstag that he himself burned down. That's the big lie. That's a component of the big lie. And you have the exact same people with the exact, not the same people, but the exact same demons going into the exact same people and telling them, try the big lie again. Listen, Hitler murdered somewhere between seven and 10 million Jews, depending on which report you read. Seven million murdered them all. And now you have all of the the left, because by the way, Hitler is a leftist. They, They always reframe things. They always lie. They call things democracy that isn't. They call things mostly peaceful protests that aren't. They call things that are assault rifles that aren't. If they, they always, they're always lying about those things. But you have the exact same thing happening. So you had Hitler murdering all those people. And now you have the left because that is the extenuation of the Nazi party is the left, not the right. They say the right are Nazis. The right is Nazi. Are those of us who follow Jesus, those of us who live by the Bible, with the Bible that Hitler extinguished from the culture. You just use the Bible as an example. So if the Bible is the determination of whether you're a fascist or not, whoever has the Bible is the non-fascist. So you have the exact same thing happening again. The same demons are whispering in the ears of those who are available. You know, we're going to kill 7 million Jews. You know, we're going to kill 41.2 million babies a year worldwide. And they want to talk about COVID. It's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. And that's, and this is what we're actually facing right now. Back to the FBI, the Columbia bugle video, Senator Ted Cruz confronts FBI director Ray about the governor Whitmer kidnapping plot and FBI entrapment and FBI entrapment play for me. Recently, there was the case against individuals charged with kidnapping and murdering governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. That case ended up an absolute debacle where the four people who went to trial, two of them were acquitted, two received mistrials. None of them were convicted on even a single charge. And the basis of the defense was entrapment that the FBI, that paid enforcements for the FBI, had suggested and had incited the conduct. Let me ask you, how many FBI agents were disciplined or reprimanded after that disastrous case and the misconduct that led to every defendant being acquitted or having a mistrial on every charge? Uh, Senator, I can't comment on a personnel matter. I can tell you that that case, as I understand it, is now pending a, uh, a retrial, as I understand it. Well, the special agent in charge of that case has now been sent to D.C., to the Washington, D.C. office, and now leads the investigation regarding January 6th. Is that correct? That doesn't sound right to me. That does not sound right. The, the, the name of the individual is Stephen D'Antuno. He was, he was run out of the FBI Detroit field office. Okay. And by the way, I will point okay. out that the lead investigator, Special Agent Track, are you aware that he was apparently fired for allegedly beating his wife after coming home from a swingers party and he'd made multiple derogatory political posts about President Trump showing political bias? Are you aware of that? I am aware of, I think, the incident you're describing uh, and action that was taken about it. Uh, to clarify on the first part of your question, 
Mr. D'Antuano was the special agent in charge of the office, uh, the Detroit field office, and is now the assistant director in charge of the Washington field office. I thought you were asking about the agent who was responsible for the... So the guy in charge got promoted and is now in charge of the January 6th investigation. The guy in charge of the whole Detroit field office is now in charge of the whole Washington field office. That is astonishing. So once again, the person in charge of the Gretchen Whitmer contrived hoax kidnapping plot is now in charge of the DC 1-6 investigation. Uh, Stephen D'Antonio is in charge of, was in charge of the erroneous, the fraudulent Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot is now in charge of the erroneous, fraudulent 1-6 where there's numerous FBI agents present, 1-6 insurrection. Again, a redefinition. They redefine, they, they redefine the left, the globalist left, one of those fingers of the globalist left is the Democratic Party. They love to re- redefine things. They call, they call democracy, people who believe in show me your papers, people who believe in mass censorship, slaughtering the unborn to the tune of millions and millions, a disinformation governance board. They define that, you know, Justin Trudeau believes all the exact same things. They define that as democracy. And if you attack those things, disinformation governance board, uh, butchering of the unborn, mass censorship, show me your papers, you attack those things, you're attacking democracy because that's their definition of democracy. And it's the same sort of game that they're playing here. So here's, here's Ted Cruz. Now, I lo- I've showed this video before, but I've got to show it again because he, he's a- actually asking the representative for the FBI who's an underling of Christopher Ray, an assistant to Christopher Ray, full-blown FBI agent, Basically, basically, assistant, a deputy director of the FBI. He's asking asking her about FBI agents involved in the one six protest. Play for me. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January sixth? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot of well, people who are understandably very, concerned, are understandably about very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps 
urge them to tear down the barricades. Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot Now, let's look at the basic construct really quick here. I just always want to bring attention to this stuff so that you know, of course, that the response to COVID-19 was a complete globalist plot to control you, to bring you into submission and subject you and subjugate you. And, of course, urge you, leverage you to a one world commerce system with a singular access point. This is all on purpose where this woman can't come in and testify in purpose uh, in person because of the threat of COVID-19, a 99.9% survival virus, which is absolutely illogical and nonsensical. So as I, as I always say, if you have something that's illogical and nonsensical and people are implementing it, people are propagating it and gaslighting it, that means there's a nefarious purpose and not just stupid because they keep doing it over and over again. So this woman can't come in and actually testify on purpose. So you have all these technical problems going on. That's all on purpose, just to muddy the water and to hinder people actually getting to the truth. It's just like all of these people committing crimes now. In the state of Florida, it's illegal to wear a mask, but people can wear them all over the place now and commit crimes, You know, whether it's robbery or anything else, is they've already got a mask on. And that, of course, causes the crime rate to go up, which causes people to say, we need a governmental solution. That's the point of it all. It's a very generalized statement, but it's the point It's the point of it all. It's like I've been telling you about the George Soros, uh, uh, state attorneys or district attorneys. You have Soros electing 75 district attorneys around the globe, around the United States, Gardner in, in uh, St. Louis, Kim Fox in Chicago, Gascon in Los Angeles, Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. All of them, all of them, you know, Soros acolytes. The only reason why they're in office is because of George Soros. Letitia James in New York, Soros acolyte, who's now trying to prosecute Donald Trump, which by the way, Nancy Pelosi is all gleeful today because Donald Trump is being forced to hand over his tax, his tax forms, tax information over to Nancy Pelosi. See who these people are. But this is all about creating a need and if you'll give into it. So they come in and they don't prosecute gun crimes. So it causes a gun crime problem. And then they say, our solution is to take your guns again, to leverage you into a one world commerce system. You can't fight against with a singular access point. It's all about that. Whether they know that they're puppets of Satan or not puppets of the beast, puppet of beast too, whatever it may be, they don't may whether they know it or not. That's the antichrist spirit, the prince of the power of the air. That's who's running the Democratic Party and the globalist left out of Davos and the CCP out of Beijing. Understand that. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not, are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of these strongholds. We are the restraining, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3-8. through 8. You can't restrain and comply at the same time. Understand the motives behind it all. So you have a woman in here, the assistant director of the FBI comes in. She can't, she can't testify in person. So it muddies the water. You got those technical difficulties going on. She's asked point blank, point blank. Did the FBI commit crimes, crimes, crimes of violence at the one six protest? She can't answer it because it's an ongoing investigation. You know what? That's not a matter of an investigation unless the FBI agents have committed crimes. Did the FBI encourage anybody to commit crimes? Those should be very easy, easily answerable questions, right? No, of course the FBI would never do that. That's all the FBI does is create a plot 
get people involved in the plot and arrest them. They, in, they instigate crimes and then arrest the people that they instigated to commit the crimes. That's the whole point. That's the only point of the FBI. That's it. Did they encourage, did any FBI agent encourage anybody to commit crimes on 1-6? I refuse to answer it. Who's Ray Epps? I refuse to answer it. Did Ray Epps urge that young man to tear down the barricades, which is the first barricades to come down? And he's the only one on video, only one except for John Sullivan, who's an Antifa member who is up for trial. But of course, he's not in the D.C. Gulag. John Sullivan, known Antifa member wearing a Trump hat on, committed crimes that day. And he's not in the D.C. Gulag, but all the right wingers are. That's the system we're in right now. And we must stand up against it. And we must make sure that the Republicans tear down the system to the studs because it's corrupt. Did Ray Epps urge that young man? I refuse to answer that question, is what she says. So here's an interesting thing. This is Cernovich video. And some of you have seen it. I'm going to show at least part of it just to get to the point. Startling proof that the FBI is hiding video footage from the supposed uh, pipe bombs found during January 6th. Play it for me. This is the DNC pipe bomb. According to the FBI, it was planted the night before January 6th at 7.52 p.m. on the north side of this park bench. The FBI has released two clips of the pipe bomber at this scene from two different security cameras. Here are a few shots of the surrounding area, so you see the perspective. Let's call these benches Bench 1 and Bench 2. And let's call the two security cameras that the FBI has released footage from Camera 1 and Camera 2. Camera 1 shows the pipe bomber walking up to the DNC grounds at roughly 7.40 p.m. He sits on bench 1. Then he gets up and walks off screen. According to the FBI, he walks the length of the DNC building, and 10 minutes later, he comes back to the same bench area and sits on bench 2. There, at 7.52 p.m., camera 2 captures the pipe bomber sitting on bench 2 and, we are told, planting the pipe bomb by the side of the bench next to the bush. We are told the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb there, but we can't see it. Camera 2 is occluded by a giant bush that blocks the scene. The pipe bomber even looks at camera to head on, for some reason. It's very frustrating, because we can't see the moment the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb, but the FBI can. That's because the whole scene should be captured on camera 1 as well and much more clearly than camera 2. Camera 1 has a clear shot of both benches. If the FBI released the full tape from camera 1, we could see the pipe bomber planting the bomb. Why is the FBI hiding what the security footage from camera 1 of the pipe bomber at bench 2? Do they not want us to see the full scene? Isn't there a $100,000 reward? Don't they want our help to catch this guy? So you have to ask yourself the question, why is it that the FBI, who has the perfect you know, camera 1, camera 2 angle, actually does not allow the public to see the perfect angle that shows the suspect put down this pipe bomb right, right here. This, this part right here that I'm going to talk to you about, credit Dan Bongino. This pipe bomb's a joke. This pipe bomb was, there's no evidence of the pipe bomb left because they 
detonated it, which this, I mean, do you see that pipe bomb right there? That has a kitchen timer on it. This, it is not a real pipe bomb. And I wonder, and of course, but it's been detonated because now there's absolutely no evidence. Where's the machinery? Where's the detonator on that? Why, why is it that we weren't allowed to see the person? They had the perfect camera, perfect camera angle, right? But you weren't allowed to see the most, they're, they're offering a $100,000 reward for that FBI agent on the video. I mean, that suspect in the video. But the, the only angle that would allow you to even see him put down the pipe bomb is not available to you. But everything else is. Because was the pipe bomb even put down by that guy? Were, were these pictures just taken afterwards by FBI agents? No, that could never happen because nobody would lack that level of integrity. Nobody would be that corrupt. Really? This, this FBI that lied to a FISA court four times to get four separate warrants to wiretap the president, the future president and the current president of the United States lied under oath who, con- who, who used materials from Christopher Steele, to, Christopher Steele who was hired by Fusion GPS, who was hired by Mark Elias and Perkins Coie, who was, hi- who was hired by Hillary Clinton and used that information, which was according to the, get ready, Russian source that gave it to Christopher Steele was simply bar talk, made up talk. And they used that to write a warrant to the Pfizer court to wiretap President Trump using Bruce Orr and numerous other people, Peter Strzok, all those names that we've all forgotten. None of them have ever been prosecuted, lying under oath, uh, uh, perjuring themselves to the Pfizer court, which is a felony, by the way. It's not misdemeanor perjury. It's felony perjury. And you believe that's actually a pipe bomb with a plastic kitchen timer on it? That's who these people are. This is the country that we live in right now. That's where we live in right now. All right, let's go to the next one for me. Wherever we are, I don't even know where we are. Ted Cruz, is that where we are? All right, here we go. Te- uh, Democrats want to make the IRS move into the IRS now because it's all one and the same. Again, I can pull it all together, but it'll take me half an hour to tell you. So you just have to go off of all other podcasts. Everything that you're seeing here, everything is to leverage you, is to leverage you into a one world commerce system. Everything is. Every last thing, whether it's taking away the people that you vote for, whether it's taking away your rights, your freedoms, your guns, while they keep all of those themselves, that's what all of this is all about. It's very easy, actually, to to tie the IRS into all this. So let's do that. Senator Ted Cruz, Democrats want to make the IRS larger than the Pentagon. Play for me. Senator from Texas, Mr. Cruz proposes an amendment numbered 5263 to amendment numbered 5194. Madam President, there are, there are a lot of bad things in this bill, but few are worse than the proposal by Democrats in this bill to double the size of the IRS and create 87,000 new IRS agents. I guarantee you, citizens in every one of our states, if you ask them what do they want, they don't want 87,000 new IRS agents, and they're not being created to audit billionaires or giant corporations. They're being created to audit you. Uh, the, the House Ways and Means Committee, the minority, has put out an estimate that under this bill, there will be 1.2 million new audits per, per year, with over 700,000 of those new audits falling on taxpayers making $75,000 or less. I believe personally we should abolish the IRS. 
but at a minimum, we shouldn't make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol all combined. That's what the Democrats are proposing here. It is a terrible idea. If you don't want 87,000 new IRS agents, vote yes. So, of course, all of this has been passed because people like Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin caved like they always do eventually. So the Democrats want to make the IRS larger than the combined total of the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and the Border Patrol. 87,000 new agents. I know everybody already knows this, but they're also, and with those 87,000 new agents, remember we only have between 700 and 730 billionaires in the United States. So obviously you don't need 870,000 IRS agents to police those billionaires make sure they're properly taxed. Obviously, they're going to be coming after you. They're proposing 1.2 million new audits. 700,000 of those 1.2 million audits will be targeted at those making under $75,000 a year. What is this about? It is about leveraging you to control you. It's what it's, that's what COVID-19 was about. That's what masking was about. Lockdowns were about. Like, well, of course, it's just inherent masking and locking down is controlling people. It's about, listen, it's not just about a temporal 15 days to flatten the curve of which we're at month 29 now of that. It's about seeing who will be controlled. We have 74 American, 74 million Americans who have refused the vaccination. 200 million Americans took dose one and two, dose two, and now only 100, only half of those have been boosted. So we, it, the tide is turning our way. People are waking up. A lot of people refuse to wake up totally because it would destroy their own self-image to actually face the truth of how stupid they've been over the last 29 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. I urge you just to admit that you're stupid, just like I have many times in my life. You can do it. Repeat after me. I was stupid. And you're done. There you go. So it's all about that. It's about control. You know what? You don't want, you don't vote the way we want. You don't limit your emissions the way we want. Audit. That's what this is. That's all that it is. You know, we, we, you know what? You, you refuse these, these specific climate uh, mitigations that we are putting. This is, this is really a, an amalgam between the Green New Deal and, and, and Build Back Better that Trump wanted to get. The American something. I can't remember what it is. American something act. So basically it's Build Back Better plan. This that didn't get passed. So this is just an amalgam between those two bills. That's all that it is. But it, what it is, is a whole bunch of IRS agents that are now going to have over our heads. You know what? You don't behave correctly. You get audited. That's what this is to leverage you in to a one world commerce system. As you have Bill Gates and the CCP collectively have now purchased 500,000 acres of American farmland. You have the Ukraine war going on right now between two World Economic Forum actors. Both belong to the World Economic Forum. Both love Klaus Schwab and Klaus Schwab loves them. Vladimir Putin and Volodymyr Zelensky. We have the breadbasket of basically the world, a breadbasket of the world, Ukraine and Russia, and Russia being the number one fertilizer producer on the planet. And Russia being obviously a major supplier of fossil fuels. So you have a war going on that conveniently corns off food and fuel. And then you have Ukraine, which is the number one initiator and implementer of digital tracking, digital uh, identity, digital uh, 
social credit systems in the plant. There is no cash in Ukraine. They're number one at, at your digital social credit systems. They're number one. There's no cash. You want something? It is a QR code on your phone. What I call a QR code precursor to the mark of the beast on your phone, a cashless society. They're number one. You want medic? You want medical care in the Ukraine? You just you just you QR code on your phone. Sounds great, doesn't it? Until those who control the QR code shut off your QR code when you need to get a filling, when you get your teeth knocked out. Well, you know what? I need a dentist. Well, you know we noticed that you spent a lot of money on beef. We're concerned about how many how many farts you let out, and the cow that you bought it from. So no teeth fix for you. That's what it is. I'm being facetious, but that's what it is. Not that facetious. Considering that right now, Mark Rutte, the prime minister of the Netherlands, is trying to confiscate 40% of his country's farmland. And the Netherlands is the number two agricultural producer on the planet, second only to the United States. This is what it's all about. And they can let, well, I just won't cooperate. Well, that, and you shouldn't, no matter what. Don't take that mark on your right hand or on your forehead. But the problem is, is they'll say, you know, people, the, the mentality of people is that, you know what, you know, I just won't cooperate. Well, that's great. And I'm with you. I'm just saying, though, you got to get you got to resist it before it gets to the level of a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Singular access point will be the mark of the beast. Revelation 13, 14. Right now, a QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. It's just a precursor, not the actual. Once it gets to that place, there will be no resisting. You will starve to death. Unless you're growing your own food, you will, and then eventually, when the when the when, when the scrolls and the bowls open up, that you can forget about that too. That's going to happen. That's not right wing conspiracy theory. That's the truth. Revelation thirteen fourteen is going to happen. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, "Whoever worship the worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his right hand or on his head, he himself shall also drink." of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Revelation 14, nine through 11. That's the plan. That's not right wing conspiracy theory. That's going to happen. You and I, now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed at his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Lawlessness. Alex Jones can't get a fair trial. Steve Bannon can't get a fair trial. They're not even allowed to present a defense. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he, the body of Christ, only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. We win. Second Thessalonians chapter two, six through eight, right there. You can't restrain and comply. You don't want to allow this to happen because when it gets to a one world commerce system with a one, with a singular access point, which will be a common pass, a green pass, You have all of these governments now that are pushing digital implant technology, quantum dot tattoo technology on people. It's all unfolding before our very eyes, but we can buy time. We need to buy time for the end times harvest of souls. 
millions upon millions of people coming to Jesus Christ. It's not just about yourself. And I wear a shirt to fund the FBI because it's the restraining. The FBI wants to subjugate. The FBI is lawless. The lawless one will be revealed. You fight against those who are trying to take freedom. Take your guns. Take your ability to say what you saw is true. There is a man with a penis. No, you will call him a woman. You will say the opposite of what your eyes see, or you will suffer the social consequences or even criminal consequences as the UK or Canada if you call a woman a man or a man a woman. Well, it's all about control. They'll, they'll control you. They'll say, you know what? All right, you refuse to call a transgender woman, which is a man. You refuse to call him a woman. That's a criminal offense. No problem. We're locking you up. Now, all you have to do to get out is A, say what we want you to say. You will call that man a woman. You will do that. And you will sign the only way out. Here's your get out of jail. Free card. It's you. It's, go, it's for you to go to the singular access point into the one world economy, the one world commerce system. It's the only way out. The only way out is for you to be a possessor of a green pass, a common pass, an Excelsior pass. What am I naming right now? The passes that are in China, the passes that are in Israel, the passes that are in New York City. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the European Union, Australia, Israel, or Canada without your Q or New York City with your QR code. That's your QR coded Mark of the Beast vaccine passport. We'll give you access to anything you want, but you will come through our singular way. Right now, it's vaccines, but eventually, there'll be fuel. Eventually, there'll be food. You won't be able to get food or fuel without your vaccine passport. But it won't just be vaccine passport. That's just one avenue to leverage you in. It'll be, you know what? You can't get food, medicine, entertainment, travel without coming and getting your green pass or common pass. That's what it's all. You can think it's white ring conspiracy all you want, but I have the book of Revelation. You either believe the Bible or you're not. A lot of Christians need to say out loud, I don't believe the Bible. I believe in my version of love. I believe in my version of compassion. I believe in my version of kindness. You don't believe the Bible. Just go ahead and say it out loud and walk away from God because Jesus is the Bible. Jesus is the word. John chapter one, verse one, John chapter one, verse 14, first John five, seven. There is no delineation between Jesus and the Bible. I have revelation 13, 16 and 17 that he causes all both small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's not right wing conspiracy. That's the truth. We should be, we should be restraining that. If you donned a mask, mask, if you've been vaccinated, if you pimped and hoard vaccines, locked down your churches, you complied with the antichrist spirit. You complied with the one trying to usher in the mark of the beast. It's time for you to repent. If you don't, you will end up with a mark on your right hand or on your forehead from cowardice. People will take the mark because of, the most, because of just societal consequence. They don't want to be thought of as irrational or conspiratorial. All these, all, all, everybody right now, we, we know it's true. All these things that were labeled conspiracy theories. 
29 months ago, out of 15 days to flatten the curve, or 29 months out of 15 days to flatten the curve, almost all come to fruition, or are all coming to fruition. And we must be the restraining. All right, where on earth am I? All right, graph. Inf- oh, who will pay? Who will pay the taxes in the Inflation Reduction Act? There's the name of it, Inflation Reduction Act. So here it is. Everyone, it's, as Bernie would say, millionaires and billionaires. Eh, nope. Who's paying, who's paying the brunt? For the Inflation Reduction Act. And by the way, how do, you, how do you actually reduce inflation by printing more money? Which is what they're doing. 400 and some odd billion dollars worth of money we don't have. While they're sending another 5 billion to the Ukraine yesterday. That we don't have. They're just printing that. And it's being held by the Fed. So here it is. Who's, who's going to pay the brunt of it? 26%. Basically... Between 26 and 27 percent of those making less than 75,000 will pay 26 percent, uh, and then uh, what's the next one? 29 uh, percent from those making 75 to 200,000 of the taxes needed for the Inflation Reduction Act. 24 percent will come from those making 200 to a million, a million, and those making over a million. So if you combine the two, you've basically got 60 percent coming from those making under $200,000 a year will be paying for the Inflation Reduction Act. And those making uh, $1 million, $200,000 to a million, that's basically uh, 24, 34%. So 60% middle class will be paying for the Inflation Reduction Act. And basically 30 to 40% will be paid by those making over $200,000. When Joe Biden said that he would never tax anybody who's making less than $400,000 a year. All right, go to the next one for me so I can tell where I'm at. There we are, Stephen Moore, got it. Republican Senator Mike Crapo introduced an amendment. Now, this tells you the intent of the Democratic Party, the globalist left. Republican Senator Mike Crapo introduced an amendment to restrict additional IRS audits on Americans making less than $400,000 a year. Now, you have all of these Democrats right now that are accusing us of not paying for veterans who need care because they 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 inhaled way too much smoke the burning uh, the burning uh, oil pits in Iraq they need medical care they should get it paid for obviously because they were there under the auspices of the federal government obviously we all agree on that and then of course they all are accusing us of not paying of not wanting to pay for people to have insulin okay that's what they're accusing problem is is that every bill that they actually attach those things to are hundreds of billions of dollars of leftist spending, so nobody who actually has a right mind would ever vote for any of those things. Anybody who has any measure of intelligence would never vote for those things. But then they they pick out, they cherry pick those two little portions of the bill and say, Republicans are unwilling to pay for insulin or medical care for veterans. That's that's what they do. After they've attached hundreds of billions of dollars of leftist spending to those bills, which makes it impossible for any person with a brain to vote or any person on the right to vote for any of those things. Same thing here. So you have the Inflation Reduction Act, which cost, which cost $400 billion, and of which 87,000 new IRS agents are being hired. And a simple bill is, put, is pushed forward with no attachments. No attachments. It's an amendment to a bill. So there, oh, you can vote individually on the amendment. The Republican Senator Mike Crippo introduced a, an amendment to restrict additional IRS audits on Americans making less than $400,000 a year. Every Democrat in the Senate voted against it. 
So he just simply says, you know what? Let's make it so it lives up to Joe Biden's testified to agenda that he would never, he said it out loud many times, stated it many times out loud. He would never tax anybody making less than $400,000 a year. So Mike Crapo simply says, you know what? Let's put it in writing. Let's amend the bill that simply says, you know what? None of these 87,000 agents are going to be sicked onto people that are making under $400,000 a year. And every Democrat voted against it. So what's their true intent? Their true intent is to tax people. Every person making over $30,000 a year will, will suffer the repercussions at will. Their taxes will go up because of the Inflation Reduction Act. Somebody's going to pay for the $400,000 a year. That's not print $400 billion. That's not being printed. Somebody's going to pay for the money that's not, that, you know, somebody's going to pay for all these 87,000 agents. Uh, you have all the green, all the green New Deal stuff that's in there. Somebody's going to pay for it, and it's going to be those that are making $30,000 a year or more, primarily, and you saw the graph. And all this was put, you know, you know let's just let's put it in writing. That the only people are going to pay for it are those making over $400,000 a year, and the IRS will stay away from everybody else. Nope. So what's the true intent? The true intent is to tax the middle class. Simple as just like they always do. It's like they always say, how many times have you heard, now that we're $31 trillion in debt, how many times have you heard a Republican establishment, Republican swamp dweller, or a, Demo- or, or a Democrat say, you know what, this bill that I have put forward will not add a penny to the debt. How many times have you heard that? It's 2022. Our national debt in 2000 was $1 trillion. 22 years later, it's $31 trillion. And how many times have you heard Nancy Pelosi, and I can name many Republicans too, that said, you know what, George W. Bush added $8 trillion to the debt himself. Barack Obama, $11 trillion to the debt. Barack Obama added more to the debt than all other presidents combined to this day. To this day. Even Joey B. Joey B will catch up if, oh, God forbid he gets elected again. All right, go to the next one for me. Ronan McDaniel, over 300,000 Americans took part, part-time jobs last month. To make ends meet. This, I, I put this up because you hear them talking about their jobs report. That there was this many new jobs added. 400,000, 500,000, whatever new jobs they're added. The jobs that are being added, first of all, are not new jobs. They're jobs that are coming back after COVID closures. And they're part-time jobs. So yes, you get, you get, you get the double dip. You get to claim two jobs when one singular American is working two jobs. That's all that's happening. So all the, I, I, I don't want anybody to be a Twitter monger like I am. I really don't. I, I spend way too much time on Twitter. But Twitter erupts every day now because you have the leftist propagandist gaslighters out there saying that Joe Biden's the greatest president in history. Right now, they're serious. Totally serious. Big name people. Big names. Ron Klain's, you know, chief of staff of the White House. You know, numerous other big name Republicans. You know, uh, Robert Reich and all these uh, economists saying Joe Biden's the greatest president in history. Look at all, look at these jobs. And we're all living out here going, how? Because it's all lies. It's lying through statistics. All right, next one, Congressman Troy Nell's video. Folks, let me remind you. This is some old, I just want to remind you the true heart of the left and the true heart of the IRS. Play for me. 
Top Republicans are asking the DOJ to take a fresh look at evidence against Lois Lerner, the former IRS employee accused in 2013 of targeting Tea Party groups over their political views. Lerner called to testify to Congress, but pleaded the fifth. have not done anything wrong. I have not broken any laws. One of the basic functions of the Fifth Amendment is to protect innocent individuals, and that is the protection I'm invoking today. In 2015, President Obama's DOJ refusing to file criminal charges. Then, Lerner resigned. All right, real quick before we go, it's enough of the FBI, it's enough of the IRS. Let's get the vaccines real quick before I go tonight. Dr. Anastasia Maria Lopez. Pfizer got the biggest fine in U.S. history, $2.3 billion. They put a comma in Europe. That's how they do it. Instead of like we put a period, they put a comma. Back in 2009 for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results, $2.3 billion for doing what? What is All the church in America lines up for the Pfizer vaccine. We're for a company that got fined $2.3 billion 13 years ago for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. I, I don't have time tonight to get into their trials, but it just, I, I just want to remind people who it is that they trust. The left used to, used to rage against the machine, the band that now you have to be vaccinated to go see rage against the machine. You have to have your, you have to have your vaccine passport to go see those that rage against the machine. The left that used to hate the man now advocates for the corrupt man, the globalist, the globalist, uh, institutions like Pfizer, the globalist companies like Pfizer, the multi multinational companies. All right, you know the next one for me? Nerd X Unicorn MD. Is that where I'm at, Aaron? Okay, good. That's hard to say. Nerd X Unicorn MD video. Before you inject your child, Robert Malone, play it for me. Parents, before you inject your child, a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine which is based on the mRNA vaccine technology I created. There are three key issues that parents need to understand. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your children's cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins can cause permanent damage in children's critical organs including their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming part about this is that these damages, once they occur, are irreparable. You can't fix lesions within their brains. You can't repair heart tissue scarring. You can't repair a genetically reset immune system. And this vaccine can cause reproductive damage that could affect future generations of your family. The second thing that you need to know about this is the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We typically need at least five years of testing and research before we can really understand the risks of new medicines or vaccines. Harms and risks from new medicines often become revealed many years later. So ask yourself, if you want your own child to be part of the most radical medical experiment in human history. One final point. The reason they're giving you to vaccinate your child is a lie. There you go. 
So there it is. I just, I don't have a whole lot of time to delve deep into vaccinations, but why would you ever vaccinate your child against a virus that the flu is seven to 20 times more likely to kill them? Why would you, why would you vaccinate your child for COVID-19 a 99.997% survivable virus? And the flu is seven to, t- seven to 20 times more likely to kill them. Go to the next one for me. Chuck Klesto tweet. Breaking report. New Zealand police investigate 12-year-old girl's death after she suddenly collapsed while running. This is all over Twitter. Not, not just this one. They're all over Twitter. Go to the next one for me. Breaking 31-year-old British actor Sam Gannon dies suddenly while visiting family in California over and over and over again. Go to the next one for me. Peter McCullough video. 96% of doctors took the vax. Play it for me. Doctors were among the first to take the vaccines, even before nursing home patients. And so by that method, every doctor in America just about was indoctrinated into taking one of these vaccines. Then they learned about the risks later on. And I think it created a psychology among the doctors to say, listen, I took the risk. You're my patient. You should take the risk, too. And that type of disordered thinking now is among doctors. Now I'm a doctor. I took the risk. We're all in this together. So you should take the risk. I mean, it is actually a very frightening thing that those who are considered the most elevated thinkers in our society were the first to take an experimental MRNA gene therapeutic with absolutely no true clinical trials because clinical trials are supposed to last for a decade, not a single year. When you're supposed to shut down the clinical trial after one death and the Pfizer vaccine had 1,200 deaths in the trial phase before they got their EUA and eliminated their control group. Again, I could spend, Aaron was, my producers is telling me I'm better off when I don't start on COVID because I actually get to other subjects. I could, I could spend hours on it. I could just delve into Pfizer for the next three hours. I never think I can, but I could do it. Uh, Jamie Cell video. These are the, these are the numbers that I am endlessly tracking. This is from the DMED. Play it for me. Well, if I could just highlight some of the alarming data from the DMED um, from 2021 after the rollout of the vaccine. Reports of myocarditis increased 2,800 percent. Cancers by various types uh, increased 300 to 900 percent. Infertility, both genders, uh, increased 500 percent. Miscarriages increase 300%. Neurological disorders increase 1,000%. Demyelinating disorders increase 500%. MS increase 600%. Guillain-Barre syndrome, 500% increase. HIV, 500% increase. And pulmonary embolisms, 400% increase. And that is just a short list of the most alarming findings in the DMED database that he, uh, he just discussed. These numbers are not changing. DMED is the the Department of Defense, the DOD's tracking system for all sicknesses, illnesses, diseases, and maladies inside of the Department of Defense, i.e. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, and Coast Guard. It is indisputable, irrefutable evidence, and we have no media that's reporting that. Myocarditis is up in our military. This is people 18 to 40 years of age. 2,800% 2,800% cancer up 900% infertility up 5,000%. I mean, 500% neurological disorders up a thousand percent 
HIV up 500%, blood clots up 400% in a single year, 2021 compared to 2020, 19, 18, 17, and 16. That's the facts. Paul Dudley video, more died after vax, more died after their vaccination than from the virus in Taiwan. Play it for me. Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. I don't mean this to be callous. I really don't. I know that I'm talking about human beings. There's nobody wants to save lives more than me. Save souls and save lives to me. The perfect little Petri dish is Taiwan. Unaffected by anything else. No travel, anything else. They control the travel. We're completely locked down, completely masked. Completely complicit, completely cooperative, completely compliant. And now they have more people that have died from the vaccine than COVID. Point proven, as we say on the TLP, facts. Love you all back here Thursday night, 8.30. Another, well, tonight I went for uh, 105 minutes of fury. I'm aiming for 90 minutes of fury on Thursday night. Love you all. God bless you. Really do want to tell you, I appreciate you all. Really, really do. It's five, six, seven, 600 people watching right now. Love all of you. I don't take any of you for granted. I really do. And thank you for standing up. God bless you. See you Thursday night. 